Well, it gives me great pleasure to be here with uh, on our uh, Ozbuzz uh, taping. Uh, I'm Ozzy Jurok and I have the privilege to be with uh, Mr. Jeff Fawcett. I call him Mr. but he's really a friend and is a good old Jeff. And we have played golf together, we have commiserated together, we've done a lot of business together. And one thing I always admired about him that Jeff always seemed to be in balance. So Jeff, welcome and tell me a little bit about yourself. Thanks, Oz. First of all, I wanted to uh, thank you for um, giving me this opportunity, first of all, to be associated with the people that you've already interviewed, uh, you know, very high standard uh, quality individuals. And, uh, you know, it's an honor to be interviewed by your mentor. You've mentored me for over 10 years. Uh, you know, we met at SMEI and uh, a friendship came out of that. And Yes, we've done a lot of things together. So you are in, in the insurance business, which is, uh, you know, uh, certainly when I get something seems to be steady, they always say it's death and taxes uh, <laughs> that I do or go up. But with me, it's death and insurance, you know, it seems to be always going up. So you're in a good business. Eh? Well, insurance <laughs> is a necessary evil. You know, yeah. it's mandated by a lot of different bodies, may it yeah. be government or the mall or the the mortgage companies so uh, yeah you know I started I got licensed when I was 16 and I'm 56 now 57 now so been, uh, been been loving it you know wouldn't have had the opportunity most likely to get into this business without my dad you know my dad uh, an uneducated gentleman got into sales and, and made it into a career he worked for the life insurance side where you were a corporate guy, you didn't have any ownership and decided to get into the general side because then you owned something. Sure. And yeah. so the best move he ever made in his sure. life. For him and you. Well, yeah, for you know our family as a whole. You know, mm -hmm. I work with my mom and my dad and we work very well together. I've seen the other side in other businesses where the daughters and sons don't get along with mom and dad. You know, everybody wants to do things differently. Sure. My dad was always very open to suggestions. I guess one of the reasons you know he didn't go to school and I went to Cap College. I say I participated in two years of sales and marketing. Um, I did not graduate. Uh, I am dyslexic, so math at times uh, back then when you're doing things manually and spelling, you know, you mix Wasn't things your up. Strong, not your strong suit. No. no, but most geniuses have that yeah, same well, sort of, of course, issue. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually, though, I, I may not don't know about genius, but yes. I do know something. You have some five or six thousand clients, and you treat them all on a personal basis. And when they call you, you pick up the phone and they get to talk to you. And at that, in today's age, where everybody's doing social media this and social media that, your personal touch uh, makes you the top broker on the North Shore. Well, we believe so. I'm sure there's other brokers that think they're the number one broker in North yeah. Van. But you're right, Oz. You know. I preach balance in my life. My wife is my partner in life and she's my partner in the business. And um, we believe in working hard and having fun hard. We believe in being involved in the community. But with on the insurance side, the, the whole customer service thing, we've been doing this for a long, long time and we have to teach the new ones. You know, We've just hired two new young minds that have no insurance experience, so you're teaching them from scratch. And they're amazed that, you know, after the last time we had rain like this, the floods, Cindy and I walked over to a client's house who had their basement flooded. 
to make sure that the restoration company got there sure. and, and that they're looking after. You know, I told you when we were traveling and my phone went off to my surprise at 4 a.m. in the morning off of Sorrento and it was a <laughs> client that had a fire and so yeah. I calmed her down. Luckily, it wasn't a super serious fire, but bad smoke damage. Yeah. I, I told her I'd phone her back. I phoned the restoration company. I got Spencer, my associate, involved. And yeah, and, and you know, yeah. the, tech, the advances in technology allows someone like ourselves to be able to service a client 24 hours a day. And you have to be willing to do that. And you need your own time, is what I've been told. But you know, we've just been doing this for so long. It's it's second nature. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often. It's not like no. every night. You know, what happened when I was up staying at your place in Kimberley, yeah. what was that, fifteen years ago yeah. in the middle of the night. Yeah. You know, I woke Max up, he's sleeping and I'm dealing with a, yeah. a situation. Well the thing is it's that uh, that personal touch everybody talks about, but very few people do that you pride yourself on. Yeah. And, uh, and and I know certainly from personal experience, you know, in our real estate action group, uh, everybody, insurance is not only a necessary evil, but you have to have it for the mortgage company and for the for the bank and so on. But then it's what kind of insurance is also important. You know, I mean, I certainly know that it might be painful, but when it comes to something happens that you didn't think about, you need somebody on your side, and particularly in, in a business you don't normally know anything about. If I'm not in the insurance business and I want to put a mortgage on my house and decide not to move in for two weeks first, well, after closing, maybe in that two weeks I'm not insured, right? So I need somebody like you saying, yeah. hey, just a minute, you can't do that, right? So it isn't just the actual, you know, here's my money, insure me. It's yeah. Let's make, a, make sure, are we insured? Are your tenants insured? Is you know, all this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, it's, you know what? It's an educational process. It's an opportunity when we sit down with somebody that's a new client or even an, an existing client to either re-educate them because people forget it's not uh, it's not top of mind unless they're having to write the check or an incident has happened. You know, they're dealing with a water claim. They're dealing with something. We had a client that got broken into the other day. Touch wood. I haven't heard of a B and E in North Van in our from one of our clients in a while you know whenever a claim happens in the office i get sent um, a, an email from our manager because i want to know who's having sure. losses so you know if in not in all cases but in a lot, a lot of cases i'll touch base with them i you know the staff needs to do their job and i don't want to be seen you know overstepping them but you know a lot of them are clients that have been clients of mine for 20 years or my dad's clients for 20 or 30 years, families, you know, second and third generation names that you know, you know, you know. So you, you want to touch base with them and ease their mind and tell them if they have any questions. The number one thing we tell them is don't be afraid to phone and ask. Yeah. You might not like our answer. We might say to you, you know what, the adjuster is doing the process properly. Mm -hmm. You know, you're frustrated with it because they're looking after 10 other files, but let them do their job. I will touch base with them. I'll send yeah. them an email. Yeah, and that's most of the time. It's it's a new thing, right? You have a claim. Doesn't happen all the time. That's why you have insurance. And mm -hmm. I know it's sometimes. Um, you know, my partner Ralph and I we buy an, an apartment building, and we put in um, strong insurance, or we put in um, uh, mortgage uh, insurance, or we lock it in. We do that for a reason. It's for the eventuality. 
that something might happen. You don't, you don't expect it necessarily to happen, but when it does, usually the claim can be big. You talk about water damage, a lot of water damage is immediately in the $20,000 range because, you know, the water goes up, you're going to cut up the chip rock, you know, halfway up. So it's, it's important that you have that. Now, on the other hand, they have to realize that you're in business, right? So personally, I always advise my clients, when he gives you three quotes, <laughs> <laughs> the low one and the high one, take the middle one. There you go. <laughs> well, with, you know, there's so many different types of insurance. You know, we sell it all, and I'm licensed to, li to do life insurance because as I mentioned to you, my dad uh, started on the life side and right. then bought a general insurance agency because he wanted to own something that he could build and then eventually retire. Well, my wife and I bought the business from my parents 15 years ago. A lot of people think it was gifted to us. You know, they all, oh, you, you know, you're so lucky to have Fawcett Insurance. Well, it took us 10 years to pay that off. Yeah. There was no luck involved. Well, yeah, there was luck involved. I happened to be his son. I was, I was born, trying to model I was born into the family, <laughs> right? You know, I was you trying know. to model myself after your father, but I wasn't quite as fortunate. But I mean, yeah. the, the point is that that um, you were happy for the opportunity. To, you did well, and then you added to it, right? And that's the whole point: is that your dad started it, uh, got a good foundation, and now you made it uh, to much, much larger. I know that in the community you also have uh, quite a bit of standing. I remember attending a. Or was it a man of the year, man of North Van year? Uh, yeah, um, a great honor a number of years ago being honored for the business person of the year, recognized by my peers in the North Shore community. Uh, again, following in my dad's footsteps, you know, I've been, been involved with a number of business organizations uh, and I'm not a knife and forker. I just don't like showing up at these types of uh, organizations or events and just eating dinner and then leaving. I usually, uh, in the past, I've gotten seriously involved, gotten on the board, become president of the chamber. You know, I was heavily involved in sales and marketing executives when it existed all over North America. It's now a virtual worldwide organization that mm -hmm. Willis Turner, who I helped get involved, yeah. is still running and doing a phenomenal job. Flying everywhere, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. but you know, the, the SME was, was fantastic because I learned so much about marketing. You know, sales is important. You know, Cindy's the boss at Fawcett Insurance. I am the sales and marketing manager. And so I'm responsible for sales. I need to generate a certain level of sales and look after the commercial book as well as the whole marketing. And we've always believed, and again, it might sound like repetitive, following in my dad's footsteps, um, you know, giving back to the community, not just our local community, but North Vancouver, you know, because you know, now we have clients all over the place because of internets sure. and relationships. Sure. But, you know, over the in the early years, you know, 80, 90 percent of our clients was east of the Seymour River sort of thing. And so we had always supported the high school. Um, Seacove Auction was a huge thing where the elementary schools and the high school put on a big event. Can you just say that again? What was that? Yeah, it's called the Seacove Auction. It's named oh, after auction, the high school. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. so it was a huge event and we built it up from couple hundred people to seven, eight hundred people, but a, you know, 20, 30 volunteers. You know, if you want to take something big, luckily I learned the skill sets through the chamber, through sales and marketing to build the right team, put the right people in place sure. and let them be successful in these events were, were successful. And yeah, so, so. There, there's no question that it, it needs a leader, it needs somebody to be the, the thorn or the burrow in the saddle to get people 
going. Everybody has a good intention, so I yes. the old saying is the, the road to hell is paved <laughs> with good intentions, right? What you yeah. need is something, okay, let's take it away from the planning stage and let's take some action. Here's some names to call, here's some funds to raise, you know, who, who gets yeah. the lunch, you know, whatever. The point is, you've always been very good at, at managing these kind of events. But also, I think you went into the real estate world uh, as an investor. Well, that's kudos to you, my friend. You know, when you uh, have always been involved in, in real estate. And, you know, I remember to the day when we were golfing at the Vancouver Club and you were frustrated at the time. You were doing a number of other things. And you uh, said to me, you know, I'm going to launch a real estate club. And I said, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Duh, Aussie Jurek's going to do real estate. And then, you know, everybody knows the history of REAG. You know, it was just phenomenal of what you did. And Ralph, of course, your partner, and, you know, all those events that ran on an annual basis, and then you turned it into a club. And, you know, it motivated me and, and stirred the passion that I had. Always had a little passion for real estate. I went to an Ed Beckley seminar oh, years yeah. and years ago. Some people might remember that hmm. guy. So I've done a few of those things, but never took action. Mm -hmm. You taught me how to take action. I remember buying our first rental property in uh, in Kimberley, and I think Sidi and I were in Italy, and, and you saved one for me, or one came <laughs> yeah. available, yeah. right? I think that happened twice when we were traveling, yeah. and yeah. so just- Seemed to travel a lot, actually. Yeah. Well, work hard, play hard, Oz. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing you taught me, so. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, you went and bought in Kimberley, and then of course you did your own real estate. You bought a holiday home in uh, in Osoyoos, and you're investing in the United States and in, in, uh, some joint ventures. And yeah, you know, it was fun um, to see what other people were doing at the group, and I put together a joint venture with three other individuals. Uh, we pooled capital. I bought a number of uh, investments that I, in, you know put into the deal and then because of the relationship that I had with other individuals we bought continuously and, and still buy continually so that mm -hmm. joint venture uh, works well as well as you know my wife and I do a lot of stuff together so well, the thing is you you know we always we always talk about real estate a good thing but timing also helps and then action right I mean the whole thing is you look in the United States uh, everybody has their views of the world and but had you bought in 2002 and sold in 2006, you would have made a fortune. If you bought in 2006 and sold in 2011, you would have lost your shirt. And yeah. again, if you bought in 2011, right, you made a fortune. And so that's almost all over the world. Uh, in the end, you have to you have to say, like I wrote in my book, forget about location. Timing, Timing. is very important, and doing something, you know, no matter what it is, to get into action. No, but you know, I don't want people to get the, the idea that you're working very hard because personally, I don't think you're working all that hard, you know. I find you more often on the golf course or some mind tasting event or so. <laughs> well, my wife, Cindy, said to be careful when you ask this question and, you know, d background, you know, yeah, the first 20 odd years, 20, 25 years and still to, to date, because you own your own business and multiple businesses, your work, we're working, we're on the yeah. queue, yeah. you know, seven days a week, right. 24 hours a day. But there's nothing wrong with mixing that in with things that you love. And, you know, we love family time, we love food, we love wine. We were involved with a winery in the Okanagan that just sold recently. 
still a little bit sad about that, but it was a decent investment. It was more of what I call the lifestyle investment. Well, you so love wine and you're a, a yeah. connoisseur of, of yeah. fine wines and so on. Yeah, you know, we're looking forward to, uh, uh, we're just planning a trip to explore different areas in the U.S. because we're, because of some of the early stuff we did with you and with Western Wealth, Phoenix is well looked after. We're looking in terms of buying condominiums yeah. and joint ventures. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, we're going to be going through Palm Springs and spending some time right. there, going to San Diego, your old territory. Yeah. And then Napa's not that far away, so we've got to you know, finish yeah. up in Napa. But uh, Well, one thing is uh, when, I, when I look at you and other businessmen, and you're, you're not really a small business person, you're a substantial uh, business person, and you're involved in so many things. But there is sort of this wisdom out, and I think Michael Gerber started it, who said that you should not work in your business, you should work on, on your, your business. business. But the email. Real, yeah, but reality though is that if you're not in your business, if you're not there, certainly for the first 10 years or so, you have no opportunity to ever work on your business from a distance, right? You, people, people expect you to be there. If I go to my favorite restaurant, if the maitre d' or the owner is there, I feel better than if he isn't there, right? Yes. And maybe hard on him, but that's how he builds his business. And so many businesses out there, there, we're always trying to figure out a way not to work in it. Don't, because you you are the you are the quite often when it's a small business, you're the brand. You're the, the you are the it, brand, right? And yeah. so it's, it's it's so helpful when I know I have an insurance question, pick up Jeff, and you might just simply say, Ozzy, it's such and such. Let me pass you on to so and so. But I had that few minutes of conversation, which made me feel good, and and um, it enhances our relationship. You talked about travel. I know you just came back from Italy. It's sort of a yearly event for you almost. Yeah. Well, every couple of years, we're, my wife and I, uh, we love Italy. We're addicted to Italy. Um, we just did a 30th anniversary trip and spent some time in Spain for the first time. And we enjoyed Spain, but it's not Italy. Mm. Um, uh, we went on a cruise. We loved to cruise uh, uh, through the Greek Isles and stuff like that. It was beautiful. Went to Sicily. We had never been to Sicily, and um, yeah, and then spent the, the last couple weeks uh, in Italy with friends, touring them. They'd never been through Tuscany, so we set it all up. You sure. know, stayed in Montecino, spent in uh, two nights in Cortona, where friends of ours own a villa, and we were able to cook five course dinner for yeah. eight of us. You know, it's just passion for food and yeah. and travel. You know, we started that traveling quite seriously about 10 years ago, actually 10 to 15 years ago, because a good friend of ours in the insurance industry was walking on a beach in Mexico and a road wave came in and wow. took him and his wife out. She made it back and he didn't. So we made that decision that point on that it's never too early to start living your life to the fullest. Right. Don't wait to your retirement yeah. years because you might not no. make it. Well, that's so true. And my motto, as you know, is that first of all, we want to grow continuously as an individual into our future best self, but live mm -hmm. live life large. You know, do as do it do it in a, in a big style because, as you say, hey, you're gonna. It's that journey. You might as well enjoy that journey. It's never sort of the, the, the once you have arrived there that it starts. I like your passion for wine. Uh, I mean, I remember you had a party at your house, and there's always that question, you know, do I buy that $100 wine, or don't I buy that $100 wine? And I know you are down on the side to buy that $100 wine, and I'm down on the side to saying, hey, just a minute. But you had, I remember, 12 people there, six couples, and uh, you had 12 glasses, and everybody brought their favorite bottle of wine. 
and you wrapped it all in silver paper and we all sort of got a sheet of paper and so we yeah and so we did now we all got the real kaplunk we got that right the eight dollar bottle mm -hmm. but you know i bought a hundred and thirty dollar bottle of wine that uh, um i had been given right and then actually the winner was i think a 29 dollar bottle of wine and the second prize mm -hmm. was a 49 dollar wine and mine came in about six yeah, yeah. well it was actually it was frank's wine from yeah. california cult yeah. put in a plug for frank he's yeah. just launched Cavella wineries yeah. so it's available to the public now but yeah. you know it was like a 35 40 dollar bottle of wine yeah. at the time right that's worth in my opinion north of 100 150 dollars well, anyways, uh, the point that you were trying to make was you, you've got to enjoy the wine. And my what I took away from it, hey, you know, if I go to somebody's house and they say, this is $150 wine and I'm not really liking it, I, it must be something wrong with me, right? No, but it isn't. No, <laughs> no. It could very well be that that Frank's wine or whose wine, uh, you know, beats that wine. Although you told me the other day that you, uh, you refuse now to drink uh, poor wine. I don't know what that means, but quality rather than quantity you know it's oh i see well but you have an issue with quantity of course well you just over over the years hopefully we get smarter and that's something that uh, <laughs> i'm working on is enjoying very good quality wine so yeah. it's a choice uh a choice you know we have a nice dinner you have a nice bottle of wine yeah, and you used to have a nice dinner and two bottles of wine. You could, yeah. <laughs> you could do that easily, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to touch base on something that you brought up earlier, and it leads to my team, and not just my team, Cindy and my team that we built at Fawcett Insurance. You know, when we took over the business, we inherited three matriarchs that were in the business. They were like moms to me. They were my dad's team and they were um, older English and Scottish ladies and I just loved them to death and they taught me so much but shortly we knew we had to replace them so we had to start hiring and and we've gone through a couple of transitions and we're going through that again over the last five years where I've got a couple of people that have worked for me and Cindy now for 25 years sure. over 25 years yeah. and they're getting ready to want to retire so we couldn't do the things that we want to do and grow the business to where it is now where we have 12 employees and we're going to be looking for somebody new in the new year again because we're going to have a couple people over the next couple of years phase out from five days to four to three to, to gone sort of thing, right, right right so the team has so much knowledge of course. and most of them have that passion that they feed from us we believe yeah. Um, and the management team that's in place is a lot yeah. younger and they're really passionate about yeah. what they're doing. We're blessed to have um, our personal lines manager. She teaches for the Insurance Brokers Association Neat. of British yeah. Columbia. Right. So she teaches everybody. So yeah. when we have somebody new, we have a teacher there yeah. every day to inspire well, those young minds. No question. We don't do things alone, right? But two things that you said, I, first of all, you have to have a team around you. My secretary was with me for some 18 years as well, right? So, mm -hmm. and wherever I went in my past life, whether it was l running large corporations or small ones, you know, once you're together, they realize you have a passion and, and I, I realize that they, they have a passion. You know, the price of success really is belief, right? You said it earlier, you know, if you believe in your business, first of all, in being honorable, a win-win situation, you know, and, and you show it as a leader, then that's really where, where success comes from. 
Now you say, <coughs> of course, you work hard, you, know, you play hard, um, you, you're an avid golfer. Is there anything else that you do? As well, uh, yeah, you know, um, golf is important. So I have a coach. I work oh. on that, especially this time of the year where we're not living in a Soyuz. In the, the spring, summer, and fall, we have a, our, our cottage up there where Cindy and I work from. We're actually launching faucet insurance at the cottages because <laughs> a friend of mine that owned the local insurance agency sold to a big corporation and he said, go to it. So already picked up the golf course and we're going to be uh, concentrating. This is how you persuade your wife that you're really, really working, right? <laughs> she works more technically in the office because yeah. I'm out on visiting. the golf course. I mean, I'm, with clients. I'm out so. visiting people <laughs> either on the golf course or at their businesses. Yeah. So uh, we also, um, um, we have some arthritic issues. So we go to a trainer uh, once a week and it's actually just by DGH. So we go all the way from Deep Cove we work out in different shifts. So I go have a coffee and work on my phone while she's doing her workout. And then we go out on a date night. So that's nice. every yeah. Wednesday. And how long have you guys been together now? We just celebrated our 30th anniversary. Neat. Yeah. So I mean, you have, obviously everybody talks balance, but you seem to have the work and the, the life enjoyment you work and balance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she's, you know, dealing with uh, a gentleman that's got ADH dyslexic. So, you know, I, uh, we all have our, our challenges in life that we share with our spouses <laughs> and uh, you know, she's a trooper, you know, she's my, she's my rock. Well, and I think that is so wonderful to see. And as you know, I've been married for a very long time too. And in, in today's world, you're almost like an oddball if you stay a long time. That's what everybody tells us, yeah. yeah. And, and maybe so we are. We're trying to break the mold, Oz, <laughs> right? You and Joe and me and Cindy, yeah. But I, I love it. I mean, you, you work hard, you travel, you spend time on living life large. You're being an example to your kids. I'm so happy that you took the time uh, to join me today and share a little bit. Are there any final things that you like to leave us with? Any pearls of wisdom? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know if they're pearls of wisdom, but I'm a big believer in planning. You know, if it's the business, our personal life, all our real estate investments and joint ventures that we're involved with. Again, learning from my father, the wise man that he is, is fail to plan, plan to fail. You know, I'm already planning stuff for next year, the end of the fall and the following year. You have to make time to, to do things. It's nice to be spontaneity. There's nothing wrong with, hey, honey, we're heading to Harrison for the weekend. I booked the room, pack your bags, I'm coming home, right? That's important in a, in a relationship as well. No, that, and I agree with you. You have, to, you have to do a little bit of both. But as you say, if you don't plan, if you don't have some sort of a plan of action, and you know, it's funny, you go to the bank, they want a plan. If you want to borrow $10,000, they want to know what your plan is to pay it back. And then you go <coughs> to, to a club over there, what's your plan? And then for our own life, yeah. We don't seem don't to have a plan. We it. don't spend, and that's the most. The number one company is you yourself, Jeff Incorporated. True. Look, I fully agree with you, and I've enjoyed us <coughs> being together. And um, this is uh, Ozbuzz. You can find other Ozbuzz podcasts at ozbuzz.ca. That's O Z B U Z Z dot C A. And it's been a real pleasure, Jeff. Thank you very much. Thank you, my friend. Thank you.